Inspiring solutions to save America one show at a time. Are you ready to get on board? You told us, well, it's going to be time to panic. Well, is it time to panic? Well, let me just tell you, folks, it's never going to be time to panic. Because we're never going to give up. We're not going to give up on America. America is worth it. America is worth it fighting for. America's worth not giving up. And while we have that attitude of not giving up, we are constantly going to be searching, strategizing, coming up with ways to prevail. We've got the basics. We have we have millions and millions of Americans that are fed up. Can't wait to do something about it. There will be a series of ideas that people come up with based on dealing with the fraud that we know we have to deal with. You're not alone. You're not a singular individual all by yourself out there trying to fight these people by yourself. There are 74 million plus and growing. We're not going to give up on America. From sea to shining sea, three hours of bold truth and excellence. The Wendy Bell Radio Program. Welcome back. Hour number two of the Wendy Bell Radio program. As always, it is a true delight to spend time with you today. Remember the Wendy Bell Radio podcast. It's so easy. It's super convenient. We have every single episode literally broken down into three individual segments every single day. Hundreds of various segments for you to choose from. Just go to your favorite location where you get listening material. Plug in Wendy Bell Radio. Download us and join our one and a half million Patriot Army. Great to have you. So I see this headline, Idaho Attorney General joins 18 other attorneys general to halt Jack Smith's move to speed up Donald Trump's trial with SCOTUS. Really convoluted headline. Jack Smith wants the Supreme Court to intervene so he can hopscotch and avoid one tier of the system in order to expedite Donald Trump's trial and hopefully sully his name and give the media all sorts of salacious headlines and prevent him from doing well next November. Of course, if he's even on the ballot or if he's not in prison, they think. They hope. Can't wait. I I wonder often, and maybe you guys do this too, is there anything that Democrats, the swamp, the machine, does that is good for America? Because it seems like everything that emanates from this dark, lurid, sleazy zone sucks. It's expensive. It's unreasonable. It's twisted in bogosity. And we always are the losers. There's nothing going on that these idiots push that is going to save you on your gas bill. It's not going to help you put food on the table. It's not going to make your mortgage or your rent any more affordable. It's not going to bring down the cost of the things that you need that you were able to not that long ago afford. Everything they do sucks. Now, the overarching claim of all of these things, 
They always have to have the whipping boy that Donald Trump is somehow this grave threat to democracy. They wave that around the way they wave around racism. Because if Donald Trump is a threat to democracy, there is no threat to democracy. Therefore, we probably don't even have democracy. I want to read this to you. Alabama and 18 other states, including Idaho, filed a brief in support of Donald Trump. The brief asks the Supreme Court to not grant special prosecutor Jack Smith's request for certiorari before judgment. Smith filed a petition for certiorari before judgment earlier this month. That means I want to jump. I want to pass go and, not, and still collect 200. He's requesting that his case against Donald Trump jump the appeals process and that the Supreme Court make its judgment now. So let me get this straight. You want to change the rules at the end while you already created the evidence at the beginning. You people are dirty and dark and disgusting and you revile me. We're going to create a narrative. We know we cannot win. We have a feeble, feeble man who's in the later throes of dementia. Who, according to Ted Cruz, when he travels, has to take an extra pair of pants. Okay? We know we can't win. We know there is no degree of cheat now that everybody's awake and aware and paying attention. There is no degree of cheating that we can possibly do. Commit. To save our butts. The only, the only strategy is the destruction of Donald Trump. And so they generated all of the nonsense of January 6th, covering what they did in 2020. And now you have a special prosecutor who wants to change the rules at the highest level of our courts and just pass a process and quickly get Donald Trump in a trial. What? He's requesting that his case against Trump jump the appeals process and that the Supreme Court make its judgment now. Hey, Jack, sit down. Missouri's Attorney General Andrew Bailey shared about the brief on X earlier Thursday, putting this up, breaking. We have filed a brief at the United States Supreme Court to halt Jack Smith's move to circumvent the appeals process in his prosecution of President Trump. The DOJ's attempt to accelerate the prosecution, accelerate the prosecution. We don't care about your due process, Donald Trump. I don't care about your due process, Oath Keepers and Proud Boys, because we've already bastardized who you are and what, what you represent. You haven't sealed the deal yet. We haven't destroyed your life. But we're going to do that quickly. The DOJ's attempt to accelerate the prosecution is blatantly partisan and SCOTUS must reject it. That's the Attorney General of Missouri. I agree. Idaho's Attorney General Raul Labrador has a history of pushing back against the Biden administration. The brief raises questions, he says, about the legitimacy of the request made by Smith. Yeah, it also points out that it appears Smith is trying to interfere with the 2024 election. Bingo! Bingo, bingo, bingo. 
all of these things that they've done. Threat to democracy. The threat is already here. The threat is our Congress. The threat is what's going on at the DOJ. The threat is the FBI. The threat is all of these lunatics in Biden's inner sanctum. It's every single person who stands before a microphone and before the entire world lies every day. Make that every damn day. Because it's all they've got. But they need you whipped into a frenzy thinking, no, it's not us, it's him. He's going to be a tyrant. He's going to be Hitler. No, he's just going to get back to business and he'll fix what you guys did. Which is why we heard that gentleman, George Blakemore, standing up in the 31st year that he has been attending city council meetings in Chicago. And he said, I'm done with the migrants. Get him out of here. Send him back across the Rio Grande. Trump, get in here and clean this mess up. So on the flip side of this, as the attorneys general are reminding if the Supreme Court needs a jog of its memory, which I doubt it does, you guys aren't allowed to play Calvin Ball. This isn't like me growing up with my older sister in California in the 70s, where she made up the rules as we played, and I was the only one who had to follow them. Right? This is just one side of the suck, because what also happened yesterday, like how these things kind of cancel each other out, Joe Biden and the Democrats blocked Marianne Williamson from the ballot. In the same way that they tossed Trump from the Colorado ballot. And then, of course, preaching democracy to anyone out there who's still gullible enough to believe them. Listen to this piece of work. On Tuesday night, you know the Colorado Supreme Court, yada, 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 Trump off the ballot, blah, blah, blah. Well, Wednesday, Democrats tossed Democrat Marianne Williamson from the ballot in Massachusetts. For the primary, you are not invited. But Donald Trump is the threat to democracy. People in Massachusetts will not be able to choose Marianne Williamson. But Donald Trump is the threat to democracy. Why do you think RFK Jr. ran as an independent or is running as an independent? Because Biden and the Democrats blocked his name and refused to debate him the open and free exchange of ideas you won't hear that because joe biden will not debate and donald trump is the threat to democracy you get it i know you get it and they do too this is one step away from ukraine where Zelensky has taken his magic wand and he's bequeathed himself, bestowed upon himself the title of forever president. Yeah, you know what? Times of war, we don't need a new election. I'm just going to hang out here. That's next. All right, ladies and gentlemen, on the way after this break, let's talk about this. Depends on what your definition of plagiarism is. Claudine Gay can't get out of the spotlight. Harvard can't crawl into a hole fast enough. Uh Uh-oh, this could be her end. I'll explain why next. 
I will ask this question again. How are our children supposed to learn when the adults in their lives are such dreadful role models? Why do I say that? This Harvard thing, it's not going away. And if the Harvard whatever, whatever the name of their board is, if they, if they don't see what's coming, Bud Light's got a phone call they need to make. Because this is bad. You cannot tell students. You cannot plagiarize. Your work must be independent of others' work. If you are going to quote someone in an academic literary way, there's a certain way to do that. Here's your AP style book. This is how we attribute things. Quotations are used in the... By the time you get to Harvard University, you should probably know all of these things because you've already done that, ostensibly. So why is it okay for the president, the black female president of Harvard University, why is it okay for her to get a redo They found more examples of her plagiarizing her work, including her dissertation. This is like having sex with somebody else before you get married the night before, right? I'm going to give my life away to you, but I'm going to do this thing first. I'm going to be president of this great university, but I'm going to cheat my way to get there first. Ew. Here's your story. Harvard president requests even more corrections to her academic work as plagiarism accusations mount. Harvard president Claudine Gay will request three new corrections because there have been old ones, right? It's not like, oh, fudgesicles. I made a mistake. I'm so sorry. It's, oh, yeah, yeah. Hey, Phil. Hey, Earl. Earl, get in here. Look, you know, I made some mistakes. I mean, I know like 50 of them. Uh, We need to start going back and fixing these things, okay? So new requests tells you that there had been a series of old requests. I'm sorry. At college, shouldn't that be a full stop? Bye-bye. Because if it's not, the the academic standards that you're holding your students to are much higher than those that you're holding the person who's the name and the face of the university to. Ew. Gay submitted two corrections to academic articles Friday involving quotation marks and citations. What was the subject of fresh plagiarism allegations earlier this week? And now she's submitting additional corrections following a review undertaken by the Harvard Corporation, the university's highest governing board, which apparently sucks. This is on display for everybody in the world to see. It's Harvard. I'd be embarrassed. The same way I'd be embarrassed to be an alum of the University of Pennsylvania. The same way I know people who went to Penn State University were embarrassed during Jerry Sandusky. And Schultz and Spanier and all of that filth, which seems to be the dirty, ugly underbelly of this country. The corporation said a review of Gay's works conducted after plagiarism accusations in October 
which resulted in Gay requesting corrections in early December, quote, found no violation of Harvard's standards for research misconduct. She stole from other people! But, but you're seeing this, right? You're, you're seeing this everywhere. Predominantly white January 6th defendants. Let's go there. If we're going to go there, let's go there. We'll go there big. White January 6th defendants have been abused. Their rights have been trampled. They have been thrown away while actual criminality by black people and Hispanic people, by immigrants from all over the world, from every walk of life. Eh. If you're going to steal, just make sure that you write it down on your taxes. Really? How in the hell do young people in America today learn about values and morality and integrity and goodness and respect and all of it when the adults in their lives... Not just, not home I'm talking about, but the adults at these elite institutions all throughout our government, all throughout the media, all throughout technology and science and everything else we're supposed to pay attention to. If you don't trust me, you don't trust science. How on earth are they supposed to grow up when these are the people who are leading the way? Yes, my friends, this is why I say the work that you do at home to counteract the waves of suck from adults who suck. It's the biggest job you've got. May the force be with you. All right, when we come back on the Witty Bell Radio program, halfway mark. House Oversight Update, ladies and gentlemen. You've heard me talk about Deputy U.S. Attorney Leslie Wolf. How about some election interference there, ladies and gentlemen, next? Welcome back to the Wendy Bell Radio program, my friends. It's, it's great to be with you as we kick, kick down or count down, I should say, kick off the holiday season right before Christmas. We've been paying a lot of attention to various hearings in the House and in the Senate. And there have been some... Very contentious ones involving the FBI. One in particular with Ted Cruz as he was interviewing Jill Sanborn. And she was some assistant, blah, 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 who was being asked about all these different decisions. Some were about Ray Epps. Some were about the people who were being investigated at the Capitol. La, 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 la. And she was so completely evasive. It was a joke. It was a waste of time, but it was on the record. And it's important to get these things on the record. You work for the FBI. You made decisions and did things with the FBI. You should be able to detail why, because we pay your salary, the FBI did those decisions. Saying that as part of an ongoing investigation is not good enough. And it's a very flimsy excuse It's so transparent, we can see all the way through it to see people at the DOJ, at the FBI, et cetera, et cetera, interfering in our elections. Now, I want to tell you breathlessly, 
It's Donald Trump. It's MAGA extremism. It's white nationalism. It's this crazy domestic terrorist watch that we're all on. It's, of course, none of that. It's about doing whatever they could to keep Trump from being reelected. And they had to run outrageous interference to make it happen. So there's this assistant U.S. attorney, and her name is Leslie Wolf. Leslie Wolf's name has come up. She works, I guess, with Jack Smith. David Weiss, beg your pardon. And her name has come up multiple times in multiple situations regarding the investigation into Hunter Biden. Uh, this is something that the IRS has been working on for five years. Can you imagine working for five years on one thing? Five years and not being able to slam the door shut on it once and for all. Well, they didn't want it closed. So all along the way, people like Joseph Ziegler and Gary Shapley, who were the people who work in the IRS, who have Gary Shapley alone, I think, has saved U.S. taxpayers three and a half billion dollars in tracking down tax cheats, et cetera, et cetera. These guys weren't down with what they saw and they had to step forward and say, look, we're investigating. We have all of this proof of fraud, of bribery, of tax evasion. But we need access to this or that. And they were blocked. And then they got bogged down by a chain of approval. They needed to go through 17 individual people to get some door opened that they needed to do their due diligence in this oversight capacity as IRS investigators. And they couldn't. They were blocked. Why were they blocked? You know why they were blocked. Because the DOJ, the DNC, all of these entities working in concert to do whatever they could to keep Donald Trump out of 1600 Pennsylvania. And even though Joe Biden was a feeble, highly flawed man who they knew had broken the law endlessly. Bribery, ladies and gentlemen, much? Blackmail? You bet. It's at the highest office. He was their guy. They needed to run interference so that everything else didn't matter and that Joe Biden would win. So here's the story. Leslie Wolf. She had been working at the Department of Justice and all of a sudden recently just sort of poof, went away. And earlier this week, she was called to testify before House Oversight. And she refused to answer very specific questions that are very important in this investigation into Hunter Biden. Here's your headline. Daily Caller. Leslie Wolf refused to explain order to remove Joe Biden from search warrant in Hunter Biden case. What I'm about to read to you is proof of election interference. They interfered in the election. The media did when they said it was a Russian plant. It was Russian disinformation. The laptop was they interfered in that election when they didn't law when they didn't honestly cover it. Right. The number of examples we could go through of election interference of these idiots as they're pointing fingers at Donald Trump and they impeached him allegedly over trying to muscle Vladimir Zelensky to investigate Joe Biden, his presumptive opponent. That's not at all what was going on. And they know it. But here's this story. Of course, now it's saying, uh, you know, click here to get free unfettered access to this story. And so it's blocking me. So Leslie Wolf is called to testify. And what the House Oversight folks want to know specifically is this. Why did you prevent Joe Biden's name from being involved and included in a search warrant 
during this investigation of Hunter Biden. Because Leslie Wolf said in memos to the FBI, to investigators, important person number one, their name needs to be removed from all of this. Well, that person was Joe Biden. They didn't want anybody being asked about the big guy. They didn't want Joe Biden's name even mentioned. Not a whisper of it. These investigators sitting down with people who are supposed to be investigating Hunter Biden. Do not do that. Why? Why would you not want Joe Biden's name listed? I will not answer that question. She deflated, or she deflected, I should say. She went back to this opening monologue that she said about her service to the country and how she cared about democracy. Well, if you care so much, my dear, former assistant or deputy U.S. Attorney Leslie Wolf, tell us why you interfered in the election of 2020, months before the election, to absolutely and purposefully keep Joe's, Joe Biden's name out of all of us. Why would you do that? I resent the implicate. No. And this gets super scary, friends. Because now that Jack Smith wants the Supreme Court to get involved in all of this, he wants to skip the appeals process, Donald Trump's appeal. He wants to skip it. He wants the Supreme Court. Hurry, hurry, hurry. Jump in here and rule. Now we've got the Supreme Court having to weigh in on this Colorado ballot case. Jump in quickly and rule. Now we're hearing the liberal media act as though they're kind of worried about the safety of the Supreme Court justices. That makes me feel very uncomfortable. How about you guys? It does me. It absolutely does me. So we have this assistant or deputy U.S. attorney who declined to discuss an August 2020 email that she sent to the FBI agent instructing Joe Biden's name to be scratched from the search warrant. She won't answer those questions. Why would you do that? You interfered with an election. You're not allowed to do that, Ms. Wolf. But see, like Claudine Gay, these people have been protected. Democrats have had this machine of protection around them where if things get hot, they can be shuffled to another location. They can do a different job, still get paid, and the machine will run interference for them. And I go back to my original ideas here. Can you imagine what could be going on in America right now? If we had people who followed the law, who did not cheat, who did not lie, who did not wiretap, who did not manufacture evidence, who did not interfere, who did not withhold evidence, who did not put out a sham presentation called High School Musical. Can you imagine if the, the brain power And the skills of these people, which is almost exclusively used to suck for the United States. If they just started telling the truth. And actually caring. 
Is that even possible? I don't, I don't think so. But Donald Trump is the guy who needs to go down. And it's scary to say, I fear for the Supreme Court justices and I very much fear for President Trump. Because the morality decline, the lack of respect for the sanctity of life, the idea that people are collateral damage or expendable or they got in the crossfire is completely unacceptable because these are the people who knock on your door and shake you down. These are the people who believe they should be able to tell you what you can say and what you can't. These are the people who think they can wave their wands and shut you out of the public square of conversation. And these are the people who believe that they have the right, because they know so much more than you, to make important medical decisions for you and the people you love. It's madness. This double standard is in, it is unsustainable. It is absolutely unsustainable. And what we're seeing, and it's a miraculous thing, we're seeing this thing in black communities, in urban settings, in inner cities, where there is a mass exodus of humanity. The great bailout out of New York right now, only less than, slightly, slightly more than I should say, Illinois and California, is indicative of Cloward Piven. Overrun the system overload with bureaucracy and social welfare crash the system create chaos and panic and then swoop in to grab the reins of insanity and insert a new form of government a new liberal world order where it doesn't matter what you've accomplished or how talented you are or what your gifts that God gave you are. It doesn't matter. It only matters if you check the box. This is what's going on at colleges and universities right now. They don't know how to right the wrong. And so they're deferring all of these students and saying, we gotta figure out, are we gonna fill these quotas or not? How are we gonna proceed? We're at the we're at the cusp of a of a major cataclysmic change. And it's because of you and what you're doing at home. Quick time out when we come back on the Wendy Bell Radio program. Sure, Democrats, we know that they suck, but so does Ron and McDaniel. I've got the dollars and cents. They gotta get rid of this cat. Stat. I got nine million reasons why. Next on the Wendy Bell Radio Network. You gotta love this headline, redstate.com. The RNC's latest cash on hand numbers are a catastrophe and Republicans can't sit on their hands. First of all, the RNC is a joke, okay? You guys have misrun that. It has been mismanaged. You guys have been petty political hacks for far too long. Only petty political hacks would think Ron and McDaniel is the best option for that job. It's like Utah thinking Mitt Romney's the best choice. What? You're not that stupid, Utah.
This is tragic. So what's the function of the RNC? Well, allegedly, it's to get people who share our values elected in races that are important. Like, all of them. But what the RNC has become, it's like a popularity contest. There's the machine, and then there's the MAGA people. And the machine gets the money, even though we on the MAGA side say, we don't want those bozos. I don't want Susan Collins. I don't want Lisa Murkowski anymore. I don't need these jack wagons. Please don't tell me that John McCain was the best option for this country. That was my final straw. Mitt Romney and then John McCain. Done! Or which whatever the whatever the order was. But here's this story. The mere mention of the Republican National Committee to anybody on the right is bound to elicit a variety of emotions. Pretty sure I just went through it. Early in the year, a contentious battle over who would chair the organization transpired. It was a popularity contest, with Ronna McDaniel ultimately being reelected to the position a fourth time. Because you know, when something's not working, you should totally keep doing it. That's a great strategy. Ask every small business person. Well, when you started losing all of your money, what did you do? Nothing. We just kept doing it. How did that work out? Well, you know, we closed. Shocking. Since then, questions about the RNC's effectiveness have abounded. During the 2023 election, reports emerged that the Virginia Republican Party asked for help and were denied. Ah, where's my magic wand? Ah, and deny. There you go. McDaniel responded by saying that because the RNC is a federal committee, it wouldn't be expected to participate in state races. Given all races ultimately happen at the state level, I'm not really sure how convincing that excuse really was. So whomever is to blame here, Republicans certainly missed some opportunities due to a lack of resources being outspent in every single major race except in Mississippi's gubernatorial contest. Now, granted, we don't have Chinese money. We don't have Russian money. We don't get, uh, you know, George Soros money. We don't have Bill Gates. We don't have Zuckerbucks, that dirtbag funding us we're grassroots down home basic family values the handshake is my word kind of people well that begs the question of whether the rnc has or will have the resources needed to truly make a difference in 2024 well let's look at this in 2016 the republican national committee cash on hand at the end of november was 21 million in 2017, it was 39 million. In 2018, it went back down to 27 million. 2019, it more than doubled, 63 million dollars. This is the RNC's cash on hand, the money it can use to help Republicans win their races. In 2021, 65 million dollars. Hmm, 2022, 17 million dollars the lowest cash on hand since 2016 last year Uh uh-oh and then there's this year nine million nine hundred fifty six thousand three hundred and eighty one dollars where's the money rana oh that's right people aren't giving it because you suck you do not represent the values that we the people have, Rana, and you can have plastic surgery out the wazoo. It doesn't change the fact that you're a dreadful person in that capacity. 
nine million dollars. Wow. She took over the RNC with cash on hand number of roughly 21 million. As of the latest filing of November of so just last month, the committee only has 9.9. By comparison, the DNC has 20 million in the bank, more than doubling what we have. The point of highlighting these numbers isn't to write a rant about McDaniel, this writer says. I do. I think it is. It's to point out that whatever the RNC is doing, it ain't working. Hey, Harvard, what you're doing isn't working. We're not buying what you want to sell. That it's okay for your president to plagiarize, but not okay for the students. So what can be done? Obviously, the current fundraising strategy of bombarding the same mailing lists over and over again with five times matching promotions and other gimmicks isn't working. What the RNC needs is to rebuild trust. And so how do you do that? I don't know. By telling the truth. By being honest. By finding honest representatives who can easily and without notes or prodding or aliases or ghost phones be able to quickly explain the ideology of loving America and wanting American excellence again. What we have is ridiculous passing of notes in the sixth grade, pulling people's ponytails or pantsing them on the playground. These are the people, the adults. Let's go back to my original question. How do we expect our children to learn how to be what we want them to be when these are their role models? All right. Holy moly. Hour number three of the Wendy Bell radio program is on tap. And when we can turn, when we continue this mass exodus in California, where is everybody going? The excuses being made and the obvious elephant in the room that we all know about. It's called the truth next on the Wendy Bell radio network.